everybody hello welcome back to another episode of oh lord here we go again <laughs> i'm nicole i'm shireen and once again we're coming back with another controversial topic a hot topic over I here listen this is this is how we do <laughs> yeah get we're deep. laughing but it, it it is a very serious topic no it's a super serious yeah. topic um and it's one of those again that people are kind of um one or the other yeah they're quite divided yeah um specifically so this week's topic is about guns yes okay and gun control second amendment Mm -hmm. all the fun things and Mm -hmm. um for the most part especially when it comes to assault rifles you're either pro-gun or you're no one needs that unless you're in the military right what the heck right now i find that the middle ground comes Mm -hmm. in where like handguns um, where some people will say, well, no, we just need stricter laws, but people can have their little handguns mm-hmm. and other people will say, heck no. Why do you need anything? That's what the police are for. Right. And then, uh, you know, then you have the, I need all the guns, you know, I want to have my own personal army right. kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So full disclosure, mm-hmm. um, I own guns. So <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I'm going to come at it, you know, from a perspective mm-hmm. of being a gun owner myself. Yeah. Um, and you're not afraid of them. I just want us to what? get like a full, um, like you're not afraid, afraid of, of guns. Them crazy uh, behind. I mean, you're people. you're afraid. Of the, yeah, the crazy people behind the guns. But you're you yourself. You're not scared to be I in had- presence of. Heck yeah, I am because oh, crazy behind people okay. do bad things with guns. Here's the thing. Anyone who owns a gun knows that guns are deadly. Mm-hmm. They own the gun despite knowing that they're deadly. And anyone who owns a gun will never enter a room with a person they don't trust who has a gun Got because it. they know they're deadly. Yeah. And so when these gun people are out here, you know, the ones who are just all the way on the complete conservative right like everyone should get a gun Mm kind of crazy side they know good and well what they're doing and they know people should be afraid of guns and Mm -hmm. that's why they put ridiculous stipulations like oh well you know only criminals should be stopped from having guns but good citizens they know there's no way to determine that those are like they're just gaslighting people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyone who has handled a gun knows why you should be afraid of them because they are powerful beasts um you said something that reminds me a little quick detour story i remember i and i'm someone who um of course i don't have any guns and i'm terrified of guns and i'd be a-okay in a world where guns don't exist but i remember i was with a friend and we went up to new york and we were at her friend's boyfriend's house so Mm -hmm. no clue and i remember we were like in his room we were like a few of us just chilling and out the corner of my eyes a freaking i mean this was a huge gun i don't Mm -hmm. know obviously don't know what kind it wasn't a little handgun i'll tell you like it was long 
and it was just chilling Mm -hmm. on the floor i could tell he had tried to cover it up with clothes (laughs) but he was like moving around the clothes or something and the gun like peeks out and of course i start freaking out and i'm like we gotta go like we gotta go we gotta go and nobody wanted to listen to me she was like oh that and then he realized what I was freaking out about. He's like, oh, no, you don't have nothing to worry about, you know, blah, blah. I just use it to protect myself. I'm like, oh, but it's right there. Like, just like you we're all drinking. Like, somebody could yeah. freaking just shoot, like, you know, shoot this thing. Um, and it was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. I, I will never forget that moment. And I remember being like, this is why no one should have a gun. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not afraid of, like, if a gun is on the floor in mm-hmm. a room, I'm not terrified of it. But like you don't that. know, like, literally, we did not know this guy. So it's like, you have to have some kind of caution. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, I no, guess no, there's no. a That's difference. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I'm saying, like, I wouldn't have been afraid of the gun on the floor, but mm-hmm. I completely agree with your sentiment. Like, you don't know this person and they own a gun. Yeah. So all it takes is for them to be angered. Right, exactly. And you don't know if the gun is loaded. You don't know what's going to happen. So yes, that I would completely be like, okay, we need to leave this situation. I totally get that part. But yeah, sorry. Um, said a little thing and I had a detour. No, that's not a, that's a perfectly good detour. I don't know which one of these go first. Mm -hmm. Um, My experiences with a gun. I'm, I know I found a rifle in my dad's closet when I was younger, but that was just kind of like, yeah, we're not supposed to find this. Move on. That's definitely happened to me too. <laughs> <laughs> but my my first real experience with mm-hmm. a gun was um, my little brother. At the time, I, I want to say that I was maybe 10 or 11. And he, again, then I guess at the time had to be like six or so. Mm-hmm. And um, we were outside playing and I turn around and he's pointing a gun at me. Mm. And I look at it. And I go, and he was like, ha ha, look, I have a gun. And something in me was like, this isn't a toy. Yeah. It wasn't ours. He found it in the apartment oh, parking lot. Damn. Um, and I remember saying, can you please put that down? And he was just like, ha ha, bang, bang. And he tried to pull the trigger, but oh, it had a safety. Oh my god! And I was like, no, stop it. it. Put it down, put it down. And like, I remember after he pulled the trigger and nothing happened, I got to him as quickly as possible and I took it out of his hands and it felt so heavy, felt so heavy. And I remember pointing the muzzle down. I didn't know anything about guns Uh, other than what I had seen on television. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, on TV, the police always tell people to point it at the ground and all this kind of stuff. And I remember screaming at my sister, go get mommy now. And I stayed outside with the gun, pointing it at the floor and with my brother. And he just did not know what was happening. He looked so confused. And she called the police and the police came. And um, I remember they opened it. It was fully loaded. Oh, shoot. Um, and they were like, that, you know, talking to my mom and explain. And, you know, they were. Oh, Wait, when the police came, where was the gun? Do you remember? Um, I think I had put it on the once my mom came outside and said she had called the police. Um, I remember putting it on the ground in front of me and just watching it. Okay. So. I don't remember the transition of like when the police got there, or like if we were just standing there staring yeah, at the gun, if yeah. my mom told us to go inside, I don't remember, but I remember um, them saying it was fully loaded wow. and that if the safety was off, 
that he would have gone off. And I know he aimed it straight at me when he pulled the trigger. Wow. So that was my first experience Mm -hmm. uh, that I can remember. Uh, Terrifying. Yeah. Which is, I was afraid and also not afraid. Mm -hmm. Like, I was afraid because I was like, these things kill people on television. Right. Um, But I think I was too afraid to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Like, I was... Mm -hmm. I just had to do something. Of course. Which I'm I'm that weird person who my adrenaline goes crazy and everyone around me is like, how are you so calm? And really, I was like, I was too terrified yeah. to run. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I don't freeze. Right. But, like, my brain is going at so many million miles yeah. an hour. All, you could do all I can do is just, like, what's the next step? calm, yeah. What is the next step? Um. Anyways, but so I, I started my... I actually was a person after that situation, I actually hated guns and I thought mm. all of them should be removed from this earth and burned of and course. melted down. Yeah. And I was like, uh, police shouldn't even have guns. They should be like in the olden days and have batons and mm-hmm. swords. And then everyone would have to have the skill of fighting. Right. Because I think guns make people cowards. Mm. Um, when you can shoot someone from 10 feet away. Yeah. And before they can even approach you, you don't have to be a strong person. Yeah. You don't have to have any kind of fighting skills. You and you know they can't really defend themselves exactly unless they also have a gun. Exactly, and you can hide behind a wall while they're shooting. It, right, it makes people cowards. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you have to have a sword or a knife, mm-hmm. you have to be right up on top of that person to take their life. And so there needs to be more of human interaction. Like you have to look a person in right. the eyes. Exactly, you can't just you know. Or even if you're behind them, like there's still there's that closeness versus the distance. Like I understand military people. That's exactly why they use guns. No one wants to get that close. Cause then oh, yeah. each troop or like the point of the military is to kill as many of the opposite as you can mm-hmm. while keeping safe. Mm-hmm. So one person can kill, you know, 10 of the opposite person and they stay safe in society. We don't need that. Um, but I ended up being a person who decided, you know, guns exist. So I collect other weapons. Why not add mm-hmm. that to my collection of weapons? And especially because people just getting more and more crazy. You don't know. Which fun fact, I didn't realize not all states have the stand your ground. No, they don't. Yeah. So I didn't realize that. that. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, that was my like little journey of going from, my first experience with a firearm to hating firearms and then being like, you know what? They exist. Mm-hmm. I can get it. Right. I collect other things. Why not add that to my right. repertoire of things to collect? Got it. So it owning guns helped me to overcome that fear, I guess. I, yeah. Of what they that are makes sense. and what they can Sometimes do. people have to whatever that thing is that they have a fear of, they yeah. just have to like have a full on interaction with it or a hate for more than a fear. I hated them. Yeah. yeah. And especially after which we're going to get into, mm-hmm. um, the Columbine, mm-hmm. um, shooting, which I was in high school at the time mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm dating myself. But, um, I remember that like that didn't, change anything and sandy hook didn't change anything and i went wow they're here to stay Mm -hmm. and so that's why like that's when i determined okay if these type of tragedies are going to happen and they're not going to take away guns then i'm going to get a gun yeah yeah um i'm going to learn about guns i'm going to see what there is to know about these 
things. And so now I will be able to be very uh, knowledgeable (laughs) (laughs) for those of, you know, those people out there who are going to go like, oh, of course she says, you know, get rid of guns and have gun control because she doesn't even own them. You know, liberal people, blah, blah, crap, crap. Yeah. So it's like, no. 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 Now I put it all out there on the line. Now and... you know. <laughs> Most people who are like, yeah, guns, they've never had one pointed at them. I can tell you, I've had one pointed and trigger yeah. pulled. Yeah. So you can kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So anywho, let's get into more okay. of this. Um, so first I want to say for people to like really fully grasp how this, like what's going on in America. We're going to talk about 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. There have already been over 200 shootings yeah. just this year. Okay. And 22 of them have been in schools. Now you are probably super familiar with the Buffalo supermarket. One, right. Um, and the, uh, Texas elementary school ones right. that just recently it's, happened. Yeah. Because the media has been like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, the same weekend that the Buffalo supermarket one happened, a guy tried to shoot up a church, Mm. but you didn't hear much about it because. Was he not successful? Yeah. He was like tackled or whatever. I think some people got injured, but Mm. no one was like slaughtered and stuff. And then the supermarket one, um, you know, obviously a lot of people died. And so something I despise about the media is that they pick and choose the stories they want to share um to me it's about shock factor so like obviously the ones where a lot of people die or you know whatever that those are the stories that are gonna gonna get put out there exactly and they do the things like this is the most deadly since the last one (laughs) yeah which then normalize it normalizes correct correct rather than just saying you know like here we go again it's happening again it's you know oh this one is the one mm-hmm. you should care about and so people forget about the previous ones yeah i and mean with the school shootings though they do tend to always reference i always hear sandy hook reference yeah um whenever a school shooting happens although there were other school shootings even though it wasn't like an element it was like universities and stuff there have been other school shootings but they tend to just reference the major ones yeah whenever a new one happens this is the deadliest since sandy hook because sandy hook was the deadliest yeah you know and and that's the part it it irritates me of course almost like you take away all of the lives that we've lost yes by being like, oh, oh, those other ones weren't important. Mm-hmm. This is the new record. So yeah. this is the new standard yeah, to beat. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like the highest record kind of thing, yeah. which to me then like motivates these sick people to be like, oh, that's the record. All right, I want to do, like, I want more. Like, yeah. I want to be able to kill more people. Exactly. So let me try to beat that record. It's like, exactly. shut up. No, like completely. don't go talking about like if you're gonna say these stories, you don't have to insert all those other things. We know, as Americans and people all over the world, we know what has happened in the past because it just keeps repeating itself. Yep. Nothing is changing. Yep. So, and another thing is, especially if these people end up staying alive, I'm sure they are loving 
the attention it, the attention mm-hmm. in their sick and twisted mind they mm-hmm. are loving it so it's like the more the media feeds into it it's like the more these sick people are like oh yeah i want to be the next person yeah you you just don't know yeah and one of the um things that has been suggested um from you know sociologists and, and psychologists is the media should not mention the names of the shooters yeah because that gives them notoriety yeah and that puts them in the history books true and that's a lot of the psychosis for these people Mm -hmm. uh seems to be you know they want to for whatever reason they want to be known oh yeah um whether it's because they're like oh, I just want to prove I'm super racist and I'm getting mm-hmm. rid of a bunch of people or because they just feel lonely and lost and they just want to hurt other mm-hmm. people, whatever it is, they want attention. Right. And so when their names are repeated over and over, um, it validates mm-hmm. what they did. Mm-hmm. And if they become anonymous and that like, then it's, it takes away from the desire to do it. Not to say that's the solution. Just don't say their names right. because um, obviously there's some other psychosis going on. Of course. But and back probably to some conspiracy theories going on. Oh my on. gosh. We're gonna, oh gosh. That's <laughs> but, but still we're going back to the things we can control, right. which is the guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what the um, conservative uh, party and conservative individuals and NRA and people on the, the keep the gun side mm-hmm. will do is they will try to push all of the attention to, Oh, we need mental health, right? It's not gun- guns. Don't kill people. People yeah. kill people. We need mental health, even though they take away all the money from mental health programs. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the, the, the governor of Texas, he literally had just reduced funding for uh-huh. mental health programs uh-huh. in Texas. He sure did on the same, like, and at the same time made it easier for people to get guns. Yeah. And then had the nerve to be like, Oh, it wasn't the guns. It was that yeah. he needed mental health, sir. Right. Uh, from the programs you're getting rid of. Exactly. But I do think we need to recognize that not everything needs to be this or that. I do say gun control needs to happen as well as more available access to help people who have mental health issues. So it's like, yeah, of course we know we can tell these people are sick. Like they do have mental health issues. I'm not saying that them having access to get help will necessarily i think it also comes from the type of environment you grow up in um you know if that's that is talked about or whatever but i still do think that we can have both the gun control and help for people they can both just exist together yeah but i feel like so many people are like you know we need gun control no we need mental health it's like but we can have both exactly that's the setup from the conservatives to make it seem as if you have to choose one or the other. Right. So they can keep the money. Right. But conservatives then go and say, well, the left, you guys, all you guys want are, um, you just want all the guns to be taken away. And I, 
understand why a lot of people will feel that way because when you do look, especially on Twitter, it does seem like a lot of um, more liberal people are very much like just take all the guns away. But I don't think that's how most feel. Yeah. So essentially there are, it's not even conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. It's actual additional factors. Money. Guns are money. Period. Point blank. NRA lobbies for guns because that National Rifle Association, because they have a crap load of members that pay dues. Yeah. And they also get money from these gun manufacturers, which whenever... The whole lobbying thing is... It's absolutely ridiculous. Insane. (laughs) And it, like, literally gun sales go up Mm -hmm. when shootings happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it's because people are afraid and they want to get more guns to protect themselves or... People are like, oh, they're going to put, you know, gun control. They're going to put rules to block me from getting guns. Yeah, so let get me more. load up now. Which gives these entities more money to mm-hmm. then give to these politicians. Right. And the politicians go, oh, they're supporting my campaign, so let me support exactly. them. Exactly. And so that's the vicious cycle. Yeah. Now, when a lot of people say, we need gun control, it's kind of like the defund the police argument. Mm-hmm. It's just easier and faster to say... Um, but then people misunderstand. Of course. So when they're saying like, get rid of guns, a lot of times people mean get rid of assault Assault rifles. rifles. Yeah. But then the conservative side will shrink that down Mm -hmm. and say, see, they're trying to get rid of your guns. Yeah. Specifically, they're trying to get rid of your assault rifles. Mm -hmm. And whenever you see interviews of them saying, well, why can't we get rid of assault rifles? They always will change the subject. Like, um, whatever they they never say a reason why you mm-hmm. can't get rid of assault rifles specifically yep. it will always be a change of subject mm-hmm. and they will always try to keep it as a a a big large topic of all guns yes because when you start breaking it down to things like the difference between an ar-15 and the gun used in the military by actual trained soldiers is a switch and the switch makes the gun go from pulling the trigger Mm -hmm. for each bullet to automatic firing yeah that means you can technically take an ar-15 to war why do civilians need that Mm -hmm. and that is coming from a civilian who owns an ar-15 and therefore i know how powerful that gun is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how easy it is to shoot and how accurate that gun is okay so let me ask you this why is it why do you own one? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, it, it wasn't an easy decision mm-hmm. for me to make. Um, but in the end, uh, I collect weapons. Mm-hmm. I had already had a handgun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have to say, uh, rifles were in the media a lot. Uh, and I just was curious okay. about them. And it actually... One of the crazy things about it when I was looking, because I wanted to get a second gun. Okay. I wanted to get something actually, I wanted to actually get a better version of a handgun. Um, and then I just expanded my search because people were talking about AR-15s mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. And so I was like, okay, what is this gun? And I looked into it and it was actually cheaper for me to get an AR-15 than it was for me to get a, a, a better handgun wow yeah yeah wow so um i was like uh 
all right, well, since I have a handgun uh-huh. and it's a reliable one, mm-hmm. why not just try this other one out? Okay. Uh, and, and it, it's like butter. I was going to say, when so you, you've shot with yeah, it. Yeah, when you, we go, when I've gone to the range mm-hmm. with it, and it's ridiculous how accurate and how smooth it is to shoot. Oh uh, it is much more... We're not promoting... No, no, no. Please. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. But this is the terrifying right, part. Right, right. Um, it is much more jarring mm-hmm. and less accurate to shoot a handgun because of the kickback. And you actually have to practice with handguns to be very accurate unless you're extremely close. Whereas with no practice, no training with my uh, rifle, Mm -hmm. I was able to shoot the target more accurately from much further distance away. Hmm. And that's actually when I became super afraid of that gun because I heard a lot about it, you know, in the media and unfortunately in such negative connotations. And I was like, well, why this specific type of gun. Yeah, why this type of gun? Mm-hmm. And I honestly I was like, yeah, in theory it's bigger and you know, the bullets are bigger, right. so it should like in my head I was like, I would think, you know, as a non-military person it would have more kickback and more power. Right. And I was like, so, you know, what? Nope, I understand. Like huh. I understand why the military uses it like those types of rifles because they are very precise and 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 that's what makes them so deadly. And so I was like in that moment I realized that I went to the side of uh, eliminating AR-15 type style rifles. Got it. Um, from civilian use mm. because it because of how powerful that weapon is okay. and how like easy it is to use. So and- I don't know if this is something you were planning on talking about, but I think it would be helpful for a lot of people who um, try and have this argument with people since you own guns. And Mm -hmm. obviously, so in America in general, you have to have a license to own a gun. No, no. No. Okay. So yeah, we're going to definitely go into. Yeah. Because I would like for you to talk about the, your experience as far as, what's needed to own a gun, what's the process, you know, I I would like to hear that coming from someone who has had to go through it. Yeah. And I want to say before we get too deep for anyone who, you know, because we're already, you know, 20, Mm -hmm. you know, something minutes in, you people need to vote to change this. Because right now, the conservative government, they have so much money at stake with the lobbyists that we if people are not willing to put their foot down Mm -hmm. and get rid of um you know not all guns but get rid of uh, the ability for citizens to get their hands on any gun period Mm -hmm. and if we do not have government uh representatives you know governors senators like these people who are willing to stand up to these lobbyists and say listen yeah, even if we're going to keep the second amendment, we do not, our citizens do not need to be able to go to war with each other. Right. There is no one who needs that kind of ability and people who are willing to put in psychological tests, people who are willing to go the extra mile to keep us safe as citizens. Mm -hmm. If we do not vote those people into power, then nothing will ever change. Change. And you're going to have to really look at, Okay, do you want the person who's going to say, yeah, I'm about to, um, 
you know, increase jobs or I'm going to get rid of guns. If you are dead, you cannot work that job. So like we really have to look at what representatives are saying is their priority and we have to hold them accountable. Of course. We have to remove them if, you know, they don't do what they're claiming they're going to do. And that means 18 year olds need to get off their butts and, you know, like go and vote. Cause you, people who are 18 have been going through these drills in school of active shooters and they have been traumatized and they think that the government isn't going to do anything because look at all the mess, blah, blah, blah. It's because we haven't had the numbers to change anything and really go out there and actually vote and get rid of them. I'm definitely guilty of not going out there to vote, you know, until like it's, it's crazy. The statistic of like how like people get into their twenties and thirties before Mm -hmm. they vote, like less than 50% of the country votes Mm -hmm. eligible voters less than 50 percent of us vote yeah and it's absolutely insane and so we need to go out there they're making it harder to vote on purpose yeah because they know the power is there so i just had to say that because we have to make a change Mm -hmm. and all these people are they just are banking on the fact that especially this november that people are going to forget what just happened they're going to forget all these years of trauma all these years of death and they're going to be like okay what's the new hot topic and they're just going to vote for whatever crap that that politician is spinning at that moment and we need to look at their track records and hold them hold their feet to the fire yeah so um i'm going to talk about my process Mm -hmm. of how i you know was able to get guns but then we're going to go back into some history about the second amendment okay so that people can understand even where that's rooted so these trigger words of like people's fundamental constitutional right to bear Mm -hmm. arms kind of crap can like you can have the truth about that yeah um so every single state gets to have their own gun laws which is crazy Hmm. so you have texas which they now have you can be 18 and go get yourself gun and you have open carry quick thing with texas that i did just learn i don't know if you I, i i randomly saw it and i had to look into it it's illegal in texas to own more than basically six dildos did you see that? Or did you hear about that? <laughs> so I'm saying dildos, like, you know, whatever. But more specifically, it says a person who promotes or wholesale promotes obscene material or an obscene device or possesses the same with intent to promote or wholesale promote it in the course of his business is presumed to do so with knowledge of its content and character. So a person who possesses six or more obscene devices or identical or similar obscene articles is presumed to possess them with intent to promote the same. So a lot of people were just like, okay, so it's illegal to have more than six dildos, basically. Yes. yes. <laughs> Based I'm on bl- what you just like, read. Blinking yes. so hard. But, yeah. Oh, you I can saw have as many guns as like, you want. Huh? You can have as much ammo as you want, as many guns as you want. And they can carry it around yes. like it's open now, carry. Yes. Now they have that ability. Um, it's crazy. Because like, those literally, were recently. You can't drink until you're 21. Yeah. But you can own a gun. Which is an argument that people are saying. In Texas. Where, um, yeah. 
oh, the, like, if you can drink at 21, then at 21, you should be able to carry a gun. Which is Florida. But then they're like, oh, but you can go to the military at 18, so I should be able to own a, like, those are the arguments I'm hearing. Like, as far as, like, what age should you be able to own a gun? No, exactly. But it's, it's one of those things. If you really want a gun that bad Mm -hmm. at 18, then go into the military because you're getting trained. Yeah. Yeah, So it's, because here's the thing. If you're going to say, well, I can go into the military at 18, so I should be able to own a gun at 18, then at 18, you should require training. Just like you require people to take classes to get a car, Mm -hmm. because a car can be deadly if Mm -hmm. used wrong, you should require people to take classes to get guns. Mm Because if used incorrectly, they can be deadly. Mm. And so just like when you go into the military, you don't show up at 18. They hand you a gun and say, good right. luck. Yeah. You get training exactly. to use that gun. Exactly. So why is it these same people who are promoting gun rights do not promote training for that gun? Military, you also get psychological exams you done. You do. Yeah, you have to. Have why are the same people done. who are promoting mm-hmm. guns not promoting the same criteria you know, at least the same testing done for mm-hmm. military. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get a psychological evaluation. You have to be taught to use that weapon. All right. These are all things that should be done. Exactly. So, okay. So what is done right so now? So it is state by state. Okay. And even within the state by state, there is no overarching, uh, regulatory body. So for example, you can be on the no-fly list where you cannot get on a plane because you are listed as a potential uh, terrorist Mm -hmm. and you can go to a state that does not check that list and buy a gun in that state because they are not required to check that list. You can be on, you can be a criminal that was charged in Connecticut Mm -hmm. and go to Texas. And if Texas doesn't decide to check Connecticut's prisoners list, you can buy your gun in Texas because none of the states are required to communicate with each other um, regarding any of this stuff. Hmm. So they're like Florida, they do background checks. Mm-hmm. Um, how extensive? Right. That's what I was going to ask. Is the question because okay. they are not like none of the states are required to talk to each other. They might check, you know, all the databases, whatever because they choose to, but that can change at any time. But there is no one universal database that, that people has put, yeah. the information as far as if you're on the no fly list, if you're, yeah. if you just purchased a gun, mm-hmm. is there a limit with how many guns one person can All purchase? All of that stuff is state controlled. Got it. So they have, um, they're like, there's an agreement between an interstate agreement where certain states will say, if you have a license in this state, we recognize that when you come visit us. Um, but again, they can decide to opt out of that at any time. So like I can drive to a state that currently says Florida people who have, you know, concealed carry license in Florida, we recognize that you, you can come here with your gun and the state could fall out and be angry. And then all of a sudden I now have an illegal weapon in my possession because they don't want to recognize Florida licensing. Mm. So specifically in Florida, there are two levels of gun ownership. You have just purchasing a gun you need no license for. You do have a two week waiting period and they do do a background check. So as long as you are not a criminal 
in the Florida database, mm-hmm. and I believe Florida always also checks the federal database. As long as you know you have no, you don't have a right. criminal record, that comes up in their type of background search. Okay. You wait two weeks, their cooling off period, and then you can go pick up your gun from wherever it is. You do not have to register the gun. The only registration, um, because gun lobbyists fought a federal registry. So the person, I mean, the company that sells you the gun will keep a record right. of the serial number of that gun. Um, so that way, like, I'm like, what did they do with it? Like, <laughs> well, basically it can be tracked because like, okay. since they are a company, they right. have the information in mm-hmm. the database. So it will say like who the last owner is, but like, say I do a person to person sale right? and say, I, for example, I sell you my gun. Uh-huh. I now have to keep a record that I sold you that gun. So that way, if something happens with a crime and they find that gun, what the police are going to do is check the serial number. It's going to lead them back to this, you know, gun store that sold it to me. The gun store is going to be like, here's Nicole's last address. The police are going to come find me and I'm going to have to show them proof that you signed it and you took it from me. Oh, wow. Which is what takes so long with these investigations. Yeah, yeah. So what a lot of people do is if they're selling someone their gun, they'll go through a gun store, like basically transfer it to the gun store and the gun store will sell it to the person and take a commission. And so then in the record, whoever buys it will be the last person. So if you bought it that way, you'll be the last person of sale. But what happens if you just decide to, you're, you know, you just decide to like sell it and you lose your paperwork guess right, what's happening exactly. you're in trouble you're going if that gun oh, you're, gonna, you're screwed because th- you're the last person who owned it so anyway that's that part of right. the gun ownership so there is a waiting period there is a two-week waiting period yeah is so you so in florida theory, though in florida, not everywhere florida, not okay everywhere. got it and that is in theory because if you were buying the gun out of anger you would have two weeks to calm down and either decide not to kill the person you were about to go kill right or you know, to not purchase the gun. Yeah. Yeah. The loophole to that is gun shows. So you can go to a gun show, purchase a gun as long as you are 21 years old and walk out immediately with that gun. And Florida has gun shows all the time. Yeah. I always see those advertised. Yes. So that is a loophole that Florida has. That is extremely dangerous. That for some reason, the government, everyone says, Oh, we should close that loophole. They still haven't done it. Okay. Can you purchase online there? You can purchase online. If you are purchasing, um, a legal gun that has a, uh, serial number, then it has to be shipped to a gun store and you still have to wait your two Mm. weeks to pick it up. If you are buying what they call a ghost gun, which is a gun kit that you can buy. It has no serial number and you have to assemble the gun yourself then that can come straight to you. There's talk about making that illegal. Well, Um, yeah, if there's no serial number, you do something with it. How can they trace it back? Exactly. And the loophole with that is because they're not selling you the gun. They're selling you a kit. Oh, stop it right now. Uh Uh-huh. They're selling you a kit that turns into a gun. Oh, my So if you put it together wrong, it won't work. So yeah, I'm unwell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, and then the second type in Florida is uh well, I shouldn't say type of gun ownership, but there's a license that you can get, which is a concealed carry license. So if you are the first section of gun owning where you just bought a gun, mm-hmm. you cannot carry it on you. What you can do is you can keep it in your car 
or you can keep it in your home um, or you can keep it like in a case in your trunk. Like you can't have it on your person. You can't have it in your pocket, in a holster, whatever it is, unless you have a concealed carry license. That one, you definitely have to go through like a more detailed check. You have to fill out questionnaire and stuff they keep on record. So that way, if it comes out that you lied when they do your background check and your federal this and that, um, then you basically get arrested, um, or like fined or whatever it is. Hmm. So that one is more detailed. And the benefit to that in Florida is that now when you walk into a gun store, you can purchase a gun and walk out the same day because you've gone through more extensive, um, stuff to say that you, and you have to take a class, which is like four hours. They give you the rules about gun ownership and where you can and cannot carry your gun. Then they have you stand there and shoot a target that is like five feet away. (laughs) That I could shoot basically. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. And it's actually terrible because where I went to take my test, there was a group of like seven of us Uh and the young woman could not hit this target to the point where the dude brought the target so close that you could reach out and touch the paper. Oh, wow. And she kept closing her eyes and like sweet, like pointing it somewhere <gasps> else. And you're only supposed to be, you're only allowed, I believe it was like three shots and you have to hit the target twice out of three shots. Okay. And he basically said, if you hit the paper anywhere, even once, after five shots, I will still sign this certificate wow. for you. She, there is no way in the world that she should have owned a gun. Period, point blank, she should have come back. But he was being too nice because right. she had stayed there for four hours of her life. And so he just was like, he just basically brought it so close that oh my she might as well have hit the person with a yeah. baseball bat. Yeah. Like, what is the point of a right. gun at that point? Right. You could take it out of her hand. Wow. It was so close. If she was actually trying to fire at someone, she could kill someone because if she does that, Mm -hmm. when she's trying to shoot a robber or something, she could shoot her neighbor. She should not have one, but that's the kind of stuff that people get away with, Mm -hmm. you know? So granted people can say, well, that was just that one bad, you know, gun shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's the only the person only, who exactly, ever does that. Exactly. Get out of here. Because you know good and well that she's going to leave and tell her friends, oh my gosh, you should totally go to this specific place because right. I couldn't even shoot the paper. He and still I gave still it to got me. got it. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Yeah. So that's the experience in Florida. Okay. It is easier in some places. Um, Like I believe Chicago guns, period. You can't have one unless you're like ex-military or something crazy like that. Um, but they have one of the highest gun. Exactly why they make it so hard to have guns huh. because they have so much gun violence right. there because of criminals with guns. Right. And so guess what happens when police are coming and everybody has a gun. They don't know who's the good guy and the bad guy. Hmm. So guess what? If you, all this idea of a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with gun. How did that work out? I was going to say, how did that work out for the elementary school? Yeah. While all the good guys were outside being afraid of the assault right. rifle. Yeah. And handcuffing innocent parents. Exactly. To keep them from going inside while they tried to strategize about right. how to save children. And they were all supposed they to be were all, trained good guys. Yeah, good guys. And two guns. months prior, they had active shooter drills. None of that helped them. Yeah. But you expect to have civilians out here fighting bad guys right. with guns. Yeah. And then... How are they going to know? What if a teacher was in there trying to shoot the um, 
the the terrorists at this point. Exactly. Like, and they come in and they just see gun. Yeah. And now they're shooting everybody who has right. a gun. Exactly. I mean, so, yeah, because in their head, they're like, well, you've got a gun. Like, you know, time to shoot you. Exactly. So now we're going to go into this Second Amendment. Uh-huh. And how, you know, the conservative people who are supporting this, like Second Amendment means absolute rights to all firearms want you to not know your history Mm -hmm. so you don't question Mm -hmm. this seems to be a theme for the conservative party don't know history so you don't question anything we say so this goes back to 1791 round about there when the the ratification of the bill of rights happened and the uh right to bear arms so the actual law is that or the actual right i should say um states a well-regulated militia being necessary to secure to the security of the free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed so this is coming during a time when the american revolution has just ended americans have won their freedom from britain by fighting them with guns. Okay. And they, they got rid of the British uh, parliament. They no longer serve a King. And they said, listen, the only reason we were able to do this is because us regular citizens had guns. Mm -hmm. We do not want the government to now take back over and become a new, like horrible government. And we need to make sure that we can, we can keep the right to have guns in case for some reason we have some, you know, uh, president who's orange, um, <laughs> tried to take over <laughs> and a militia is defined as a military force that is raised from the civilian population to supplement a regular army in an emergency. Um, it, it's, or it's also defined as any able-bodied citizen who's eligible, uh, to serve in the military. So again, the idea of this was that people should be able to have guns in case they have to fight a corrupt government. Okay. They also had muskets back then, which a musket is literally a gun that you have to load. It takes like two minutes to load. You get one shot off, (laughs) then you have to reload it. So people could run away from muskets. Like it was not the semi-automatic death guns. Did they have those? No, not at all. Their version of a rifle was you pour the gunpowder, you stick the um, bullet in, you shove it down, you light the fuse, basically Hamilton, you shoot, Mm -hmm. you stick the gun in there, you light the thing. Like literally. So this is what they had when the second amendment was. Yes. When they wrote this, they were like, yo, you got, you got like two shots off in a minute. Right. You know, this was not a weapon of mass destruction. Mm -hmm. And they were so inaccurate. That's why they had the whole like 10 paces for the, um, the handguns. And this is also a time when their war was everyone marching towards each other in the open, Mm -hmm. standing there together and saying, ready, fire, then reloading. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was so inaccurate that all the armies lined up in front of each other to shoot. Like there was nobody hiding in trenches and doing all this like crazy stuff. I mean, yeah, they would hide in trenches eventually, but you know, like it wasn't this, how we fight now. Uh uh And so, because 
like, and a lot of times they didn't even die from the bullets. They actually died from the infection that happened after being shot because like the bullet would like, you know, break a bone or something and they would get like gangrene. Like it would, it was a gruesome death. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like now where, you know, people are, their bodies are ripped apart and they're like dead. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you when you think about the context of of why and when they created this law, I honestly for a while didn't even think it was needed until the insurrection that Trump just had everybody, you know, all these conservatives do where they tried to literally take over the government right. because they didn't like what happened in like the election. Right. And now in my head I'm like, "Oh. So, yeah, now I understand, you know, he used these gun owners for the wrong thing but i can understand now why the founding fathers would have put that in there um but in a country where like democracy is winning we don't need these crazy firearms unless you literally want a civil war like that is one of the that's where you get into kind of some conspiracy stuff but you know like people who are fighting so hard to keep these military grade weapons in circulation. Mm -hmm. It's like, are you trying to cause a civil war? Yeah. I mean, I think though it's also a thing of like, what do you mean? You're going to try and take this away from me. No. So it's like, yeah, you're going to fight really hard because you're like, no, this is my freedom. Like you're not going to try and take my freedom away from me. Well, yeah, but it's, that's the crazy part because the right to bear arms doesn't mean the right to have every kind of weapon possible. (laughs) You can still have handguns and get rid of these military style Mm -hmm. guns, especially because a lot of the non fully fringe people, like a lot of the, um, I guess moderate conservatives Mm -hmm. are like, well, I need to be able to protect my home from criminals. Right. You do not need, you don't need a rifle. Yeah. 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 Shotgun is great for that because it covers a huge space that, and it doesn't like go through walls really. Mm -hmm. So you won't like shoot your neighbor and handguns are perfectly good for that because that's what you use use the assault rifles for, um, hunting. You can use, see, assault rifle is not used for hunting. You can use a regular rifle for hunting and a scope rifle. So even that you can still keep regular rifles Mm -hmm. because those are like, I think a maximum of like six shots Okay, and scope rifles. So you can still hunt your animals without having assault rifles. Got it. Um, which are military rifles. So you can still keep mm-hmm. rifles. You just don't have to have military style rifles. And that's like a great compromise to start. Of course. Now, granted there needs to be other things like we talked about in the beginning, like mental health screenings, um, maybe like a registry to say who owns these weapons. I mean, so they're not just minimum. random <laughs> weapons. Um, unfortunately, another conspiracy that mm-hmm. the right will say is that, oh, if we have all the guns registered in one database, then the government's going to know who to come for. So they can take it in case the mil- in case the government actually, tries to suppress everything they'll have all of our names as gun owners to come and take our weapons and they'll be able to target us what that's only your government yeah what (laughs) that's only like 
them crazy people government no. because the average government who like believes in democracy isn't mm-hmm. coming for that. Wow. And even the amount of guns, it's like they won't even say you could have a limit. So I want you to just guess how many guns per hundred people do you think we have in the United States? Oh my gosh. Per hundred people. Yeah. So like 200. So you think each person has two guns as an average? No, probably uh, average. Yeah, I would say. Well, luckily it's a little less than that, but it's still ridiculous. Okay. There is 120.5 guns for every hundred person. Now, not every person in America owns a gun. Wait, yeah. Now that I think about it, because like I don't own a gun. So how are they doing that then? So that means there are some people out here who own dozens of guns. Like, that's the crazy part. So, like, for example, the 18-year-old crazy who just did the the shooting, he had two rifles and handguns. So, he had three for his one person. But like you said, people will collect them. So... But why... So, why can't there be a limit? So, why wouldn't we say, okay, if you're going to have the right to bear arms, you can only have one arm. (laughs) Like, or like, okay, you have one handgun... Even if they want to keep rifles, you get one handgun, you get one rifle and you're only allowed to have a certain amount of ammunition. So that way these people can't do like what they did. The guy in Vegas who just posted up in the hotel with unlimited ammunition. So like that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. what's the problem? If you're a law abiding citizen, why do you need a thousand rounds? I mean, they want to show how big their penis is. So it's like, I mean, oh, look. Some of us don't have penis. <laughs> well, just, but I don't have I'm a thousand saying, rounds. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, look, look. Um, are all 50 of my guns showcased in this glass cabinet and blah, blah, blah. Like, just like people like to collect purses pe- to display. Lots of people like to, dis- you know, collect and display guns. So for some weird reason, I can understand it in that way where it's like, oof. If you're trying to put a limit on people and they're saying these are like, they collect them, that's going to be a problem. Well, then if you're collecting, like have classic guns or something, or you can collect a gun that is a non-firing gun. If you're just doing it for art. Or I would just say, well, guns aren't meant to be collected. So either way, you're only getting (laughs) two max done. I'm just saying if you're literally like, so for example, if you, if you, with my swords, Mm -hmm. okay. I love collecting swords and if swords were weapons of mass destruction Mm -hmm. and they said, okay, you can have this special Japanese sword, but we have to, but it has to have a dull blade. Okay. If I'm just collecting it for art, because I never plan to cut anything with it. Right, right, right. So it will still be beautiful in the case. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm planning to cut things with it, that's the problem. Yeah. So if you are supposedly collecting the gun and you need it to have a firing pin is because you plan to shoot things with it. And so then you, y'all are thinking a purge is about to happen and you're trying to, I'm saying, cause like, <laughs> why do people need 50 yeah. guns for yeah. one person? No, it totally If is. you it's actually true. have, 
some kind of government takeover. You can only shoot one of them bad boys exactly. at a time or two. It's like, what are you going to do? Lug around suitcases you and shoot be, it with like, your teeth? be like, all right, hold on. Got to switch to my 30th gun. No, no. Cause like, you refill the bullets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's exactly. like no need to, of course, all the people who are like, Oh, what about home defense? Um, that's what you have your one handgun with your one hand. Literally. Or you have two handguns. Unless you got like 18 family members and you plan on having each family member have a gun. like to But sh- then each of them should have it in their own house. Yeah, true. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying if you have like 17 kids and you're Billy Bob and you're like, <laughs> all right, little Timmy who's five years old, going to have to give him the gun in case somebody... Well, you know, then you shouldn't have a problem having the name in the registry. Be there like, you go. Um, this uh, 38 is registered to Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so like, but in, in general, there right, are right. ways that we can create or have of like course. licenses. Everyone who wants to have more than two handguns should have to take a class. And like in other countries, I believe in Japan, they have to every so many years take an an exam or like a go undergo oh, a test great to make sure that they still understand what they're dealing with their weapons blah 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 of course so in america we're just like nope we want no yeah. regulation we want no testing we want nothing right. we just want to own the gun because we say so yeah because it's my rights my freedom exactly and it's ridiculous we look crazy in all these other countries i mean literally that's what they think of americans when you ask them like oh you know when you think of america what do you think they're like guns yeah exactly it's embarrassing and it's unnecessary yeah so when people are sitting here going right to bear arms and Mm -hmm. like they're spitting that out like oh i have the fundamental right right this was written in a time of actual war right you claim america's the best country in the world and we're not that people like mm-hmm. this is the right to bear arms should be something that they deal with in syria totally. you know what i mean yeah and like all these countries like um ukraine should have the right to bear arms yep. like these are the countries that like i don't want to be that country of course especially when most of our gun violence is domestic no one's even coming yep. over to america yep. and trying to shoot americans americans shooting each other Yep. So why would you want a country in which it's a almost like you're headed towards a two to one ratio of guns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like who y'all fighting? <laughs> I'm good with my two guns. Exactly. I am perfectly good with that. I am not trying to have like the reason I don't have more handguns is, you know, because I'm like, I only have two hands. Yep. <laughs> and so when if I ever get an upgraded handgun, it's because I'm going to sell my old one and get a newer, nicer model. Mm -hmm. Just like why, why? Like I personally wouldn't have eight cars. I can only drive one at a time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, some people are like, well, I have eight cars. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's all personal preference, but I'm sorry when it comes to the whole gun thing. Like, I just don't think there's any exception for people to be owning multiple. The right to kill others should not supersede the right to live. Exactly. And that's that's where we are right now. Mm -hmm. People are like, my right to kill is being infringed upon. Because I'm a law-abiding citizen. And it's like, why wouldn't you care about other people? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what about all those fetuses you want to say? I know. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, weren't we just having this argument like less than a month ago? I'm confused. Yeah. Don't you want to save the fetuses? Yeah. So, But I'm you want them to so now be confused. shot while they're in school? Exactly. Like, you don't care about the 11-year-olds And then I think I'm dying. like, what if it's their kid? Like, what if it's their kid who... 
Oh, and they put so, their kids in private schools, so that don't happen. Yeah, it's private school because their their solution is add more security. What? You can take away weapons of mass destruction and and add security so that way handgun people aren't there. Yeah. I mean, when the police are afraid yeah, of the gun and yeah. they are trained. What is there so difficult to yeah. understand that this thing should like, not? Maybe we should not have this out on the streets. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. literally mm-hmm. the police. They yeah. have body armor and they have their own version of the guns, exactly. and they're still like, "No, I'm good. I'm gonna yeah. stay outside." They're like, oof, yeah, I can't go up against this one. I'm gonna set yep. this one out, boss. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna wait for Even more. I had all this people. training. I'm gonna wait for more experienced people. Yeah. And so like, so you can look at your beautiful America Mm -hmm. and understand when you compare it to other first world countries, which I hate saying first world versus third world, world, but other, you know, countries of the same stature in 2020, 79% of homicides in America involved guns Mm. in the UK. How many do you think? What percentage of theirs involved guns? 30? 4% of the UK involved guns. Now, that's not to say people aren't violent. They over there stabbing each other. But guess what? It is much harder to kill large numbers of people with stabbing versus guns. And then Australia, 13%. And Canada, 37%. Probably because they came to America and got some guns. (laughs) But we're still twice as, more than two times. Yeah other countries of our level. I'm pretty sure also even, you know, as a lot of Americans like to think of these other countries as third world countries. I don't you know, like to say that, but Americans like to look at countries like, um, uh, I think it's like South Africa or something. Yeah. Like Somalia. Um, like yeah. And like Mexico, I think they still have less gun violence than we do. Or, but, or even if it's comparable, they're dealing with genocide. Right. And you have, you're going to compare in Rwanda, all in place. Right. You won't compare. No, but I'm pretty country. sure that it is a thing where they have less um, gun, gun violence, violence than we do here. But the argument's going to be, yeah, but look how many people we have here in America versus these other places. Um, but it's, it, it's, at the end of the day, it's hard for Americans to grasp that we have a issue, like a gun issue here. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they don't want to face that reality or, you know, they're just trying to blame. Like I told you about the post somebody put about, oh, it's because we're not instilling God into our kids nowadays. And, you know, we need to go back to those values. Honestly, it in my opinion, it comes down to the, the gaslighting of the constitution. America wants to believe that the founding fathers law, like rules that they gave us to live by are equivalent to the Bible in their mind. Mm. And so how dare we go against what brought us to be this great nation, even if it's being used against us to kill us. And because gun violence doesn't touch each individual American on a regular basis, 
they listen to the stereotype of the media that is like, oh, this is just in those poor ghetto neighborhoods where they keep shooting each other and they keep fighting each other and I'm going to be safe. And the rhetoric of lone wolf, this was just one crazy deranged Mm -hmm. person. And so like they keep retreating to their safety bubbles and thinking, well, it won't happen to me. It won't happen here because that's an isolated incident for those poor people. And I'll send my thoughts and prayers to those poor people and it won't touch me. Yeah. And even though their children are doing these drills, they're just like, it's okay. You know, um, it's just in case it's just in case. And they keep, you know, forgetting and we get back into, uh, the routine and we forget mm-hmm, the the fear until yep, the next the incident next when it happens, happens. Yeah. and it's so easy to get rid of it of when course. the gun bans um happen in the 90s into the early 2000s gun violence decreased and then it expired which it's so crazy that the only way that they could pass any gun regulation was to put a time limit on it that was the only way they could have gotten it through and when they put the time limit on it, it expired and gun violence shot back up. And it comes back to that, you know, the, there's money in guns. Yeah, that's what it always boils down to, money. There's money in guns. Yeah. It has nothing to do with life and rights and all this yeah. foolishness. There's money in guns. And the story of like, and they, the, the media pushing of, oh, you know, not, I shouldn't say the media, but the rhetoric of, Oh, if you own a gun, you can be safe. There's so many people who I know who have never trained to use their gun. Mm -hmm. I have trained for my firearms. I've even trained home invasion scenarios Mm -hmm. to time myself to know how quickly it will be for me to get from, for example, my living room to my gun. Right. Um, A lot of people don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the exact statistic, but in home invasions, a lot of people are killed by their own firearm, whether it's because they leave it out where the criminal can find Mm -hmm. it, or it's because they're too afraid to actually pull the trigger. Yeah. You know, not many people are actually prepared to take a life, to look someone in the eyes and take a life. They are, they think they can shoot someone in the ankle or in the leg. Yeah. And when something's moving, it's very different than the standstill target that's in the gun range Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and there's so many things that are happening adrenaline that people don't actually sit there and go let me train for this scenario and then they expect though that they're going to just magically be able to do it right and that's like faulty logic a few people can do it sure but not everybody and so you end up with people who have this false sense of security by having more weapons in their home. And then that's how you end up with children getting access to these firearms, like the, you know, and shooting each other, shooting their friends. Um, you have like these domestic violence situations where people have these firearms. Oh, because to protect myself, then they get angry and shoot their spouses or their, you know, partners, like because they have the easy access. Whereas if they had only access to a knife, they might survive that. Mm -hmm. A much higher chance of surviving. Much that. higher yeah. chance, you know, or or not, and like the other person has a chance to escape because if somebody's coming at you with a knife, if you're faster than them, you're gone. Right. With a gun, you're dead. Yeah, like you're totally. shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, there's just so many things, but they spin these stories, mm-hmm. and I I understand how 
makes sense in the moment when you're afraid and you're terrified. Like I have my guns. I'll turn them in if everyone has to get rid of them. Well, that's what I was going to say. Would you? So, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely one in. of the people who's like, okay, well, if everybody's going to have, I mean, that's why like, right. I ended up, I'm like, if everybody's going to be able to have a gun, then bump it. Like I'm going to get one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, y'all not going to try me. I'm going to go ahead and have Listen, one too. And honestly, even with that, my go-to for home defense is actually not the gun. Like, I am not going to sit here and try to have a shootout with criminals. Take my TV. Yeah. Like, go for You're it. Like, do what you my keys do. are at the front entrance. Yeah. Take my car. Like, go for it. Take my money, It has money, nothing to do with is. proving how big and bad I am. Of course. It just has to do with, like, having the rationale of, do I want to risk a shootout with a criminal? Yeah. No. But I do have my plan of if someone is invading my home, how to get to my gun mm-hmm. and you know, call the police and just like be able to defend myself if it comes to that. Yeah. But I'm not sitting here like I'm in the wild west and I'm going to like, you know, there are people walk around with the gun on their hip and they're just like, oh, I heard the door knock. Boom. You know, like all this kind of foolishness. Like get out (laughs) of here with that. Exactly. Now that we've talked about all this other stuff Mm -hmm. to just like kind of close up, wrap it up. You know, there are a few things that people can do that we've kind of mentioned already regarding rules that do not completely take away the second amendment but put some checks and balances in place right yeah and all of it has to do first and foremost get ready for that vote to put the people in power to do this stuff which is this year yeah. this year okay it's every two years you have some kind of voting yeah. so right now is not the presidential one it's certain states have their um governors and representatives Got it. yeah and then in two years you know so y'all be ready but um so first it would be great to have some kind of federal oversight Absolutely. for license and, and licensing so that way people have to go through some kind of test and exam yep, yep. you know it doesn't have to be impossible to yeah, get right but there needs to be some regulation yep. for it um even a registry so that way people have to say what they have so that would be great for the police also if mm-hmm. they show up to something and they're like um oh billy bob has 10 guns because it popped up on the registry versus he only has one nine millimeter yep. then they'll be able to be like okay i feel more safe mm-hmm. now granted not you know like the school shoot that wouldn't have helped any but still something's exactly. better than nothing um, having all the states communicate with the universal background check yep. type stuff, even if they yep. don't want to have a federal regulated one, just make it mandatory that yep. all states have to talk about exactly. it. And they also have to check the no fly list and, you know, the FBI stuff, like all that stuff has to communicate. Even mm-hmm. if they don't want to govern a federal oversight committee, they need, that needs to be required. Um, cycle valuations, for if they don't want it for all guns at least for high capacity weapons no you need it for all guns next (laughs) i'm just saying if you start with the high capacity and then eventually we could work for all but something they can that they can do that will not infringe Mm -hmm. on the full second amendment Mm -hmm. 
um definitely banning ghost guns and closing that loophole yeah for that's the, crazy um for the gun shows right. like those are two easy ones that can be done right. right right now yeah period point blank if your gun doesn't have a serial number it's illegal it should not be able to be sold online yeah no you cannot talk about well it's just a kit get the hell out of here exactly and when you go to a gun show there needs to be a waiting period period point blank period point and blank <laughs> um and then overall, I personally am ban high capacity rifles because if you want to hunt, you can do a scope rifle that's like five bullets at a time. You do not need a 30 magazine rifle. <laughs> but and, people who currently have one would have to turn it in. But my thing is, how would they know who has one? Yeah. If there's well, no. Even that, you don't even have to have people turn it in because, like, for example, most of these most of the current shooters, they have purchased their rifles within months or weeks mm-hmm. of their shooting. Mm-hmm. It's not even people who've had it for five, six years. Yeah. So people who've had their stuff for five, six years and haven't committed a crime, they could be grandfathered in and it could be, you just can't sell new ones yeah. Yeah. to people unless like, you know, I don't know, they have military background or something training goes back to the training thing. Another thing is body armor. It should not be possible for civilians to buy body armor period point blank oh you can purchase you can purchase body mm-hmm. armor and that's what the shooter like the um the 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 school shooter he had body armor and when he exchanged fire with the police he was um i'm sorry not the school shooter the i think he had body armor also but the supermarket when okay. he exchanged fire with the security guard who was braver than these police officers yeah. um that guy was actually shot and he, because he had body armor, he was able to kill that security guard. So if he did not have body armor, the good guy with a gun yeah, would have actually yeah. taken him out. Um, and then free mental health services. Yeah. Period. It's like so many people don't believe in, um, what do you call that? Social, um, what do you socialism or anything yeah. like that? But mm-hmm. I'm like, at least socialize medical yeah things universal medical i don't know whatever whatever you want to call it to make yourself feel better but yeah i think that should all be a thing because when people are like i'm having mental issues and they have nowhere to turn or even if these you know people are suggesting like you get mental health but like get help but then they're like well i can't afford it yeah you know all that kind of stuff and finally stop blaming friends and family do not listen to that crap rhetoric of well you should have seen the social media post that they said all that kind of crap because people say stuff online and yes you can turn around but if the police come and interview and he goes and you know the person goes no i wasn't going to do anything we have no laws to take away their weapons exactly we have no rules to take away their weapons so that when they buy them legally and they have not committed any crime there's nothing that can Mm -hmm. be done the Mm -hmm. most they can do is take a they can hold the weapons for a few weeks and then they have to return it to the person so you're just delaying the inevitable unless you put actual laws to stop people so you can have laws that say if you put threats online the police can confiscate your weapons indefinitely yeah that would help if you could say if you do not pass this mental health test the you are no longer you are put on a banned list that could help yeah but when you just say oh the police can do a welfare check and say hey are you really planning on killing people no officer 
and even if they say yes officer they put them in a psychiatric hold and then they release them and they still have to get their stuff back so there's so many ways like if you're not gonna put but it might be too inconvenient for people like people be like yeah no we don't need to be doing all these things like either i can own my gun and everything's gonna be fine or not well yeah because they're selfish yeah It's the same reason that they want to protect fetuses, but they want no kind of services for the women who give birth to the babies. And it's the same thing. They want to keep their guns and have no services for the people Mm -hmm. who are like either mentally deranged or are haven't committed the crime. So they're technically not criminals, but you could prevent it if you had a law to protect the living versus the the gun owners. So yeah, all that crap. Vote, 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 vote That's is the important part. Yeah. Vote. And do not support places like the NRA. I understand people are like, I want to have my friends and we all have guns. But when you pay for companies like that to be a member so you can go, you know, meet up with your gun club mm-hmm. or whatever, they lobby to do this. So even if you are a responsible gun owner, just don't give your money to them get like start a literal gun club where you guys can go you know to the gun place together locally like exactly these big entities have especially because they had the nerve to continue to hold their convention in texas like after that shooting happened because they're like oh if we you know don't do this we look like we're guilty of something yeah or you just look like you have a heart exactly you could just reschedule it i'm like oh that was not it that was not the move i was so happy that people started backing out because Mm -hmm. they were like i don't feel right partying right when this has just happened exactly in Um, your state like it yeah hello yeah exactly so just don't support groups like that because they take your money and you know if you are someone who has a heart and actually wants to make change you can still support gun rights, but have responsible gun rights and responsible gun owners. Don't support things like the NRA. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you have it. There you are. <laughs> and now we're going to move into the Bible breakdown. A breakdown. <laughs> okay. This one is a doozy. All right. Oh okay. All right. Jacob and all his million kids, you know, he just his brother uh esau met up with him and you know he's now back in good graces whatever yes so now his daughter dinah with leah because remember he got multiple wives right so his daughter she goes to meet up with her friends and a local prince shechem decided to rape her oh no exactly yeah but now shechem after raping her decided oh i'm actually in love with her and goes to his dad and is like dad please can you go talk to her peoples and get me get her for me because i really want to marry her which is just ridiculous as if she would want him yeah exactly and jacob found out about the defilement of his daughter Uh he was not too happy but the father um Hamar comes and is like, listen, we know what happened, but he does want to marry her. 
Uh, and you know what? Let's just make this deal where like all my daughters can marry your sons. All your sons can marry my daughter. You could like move into the neighborhood. We'll just be like, you know, it'll be good. We could do it this way. Everybody could look the other way. And then Dinah's brothers hear what's happening. They're out in the fields working, you know, for their family. You know, they have all these, mm-hmm. uh, livestock and whatnot. And they come in, they heat it. They on the hot. They on the heat. And they hear this proposal. They're furious. They hear this proposal and they're just like, the Bible says they answered them deceitfully and they go, listen, here's what's going to happen. My sister can't possibly marry your son Shechem unless you, he's circumcised. And you know, as a matter of fact, if all the men in your like your group of people, Mm -hmm. your town, if all of y'all get circumcised, then all our women can marry your women, your sister. I mean, all our sisters can marry your men. Your men can marry our sisters. We could be a, you know, good old happy family. If you do it, this, if you do that. And so, uh, Shechem really loved her. Right. Yo dad, come on. We can convince the council. Let's do this. And, they actually went to the council with this and like, Hey, you grown people. Now for those of you who don't know what circumcision is, it's cutting off the, of the foreskin. Yeah. Yeah. For grown men Uh, to be willing to cut off their foreskin. He must've been really, Mm -hmm. really good at convincing people of some stuff. And he did. Uh, Shechem went in there. He was like, listen, y'all, we need to do this. Let's go ahead. Get the foreskin cut off. We got all blend as one big people. It'll be great. And as a matter of fact, you know, in the future, their livestock, you see all them goats and pigs and stuff they have and some camels. You see how rich they are. They could be ours because we're going to marry into them. Let's do this. And the council was like, uh, okay, cool. I guess. <laughs> so they agree and they go do to do and they get circumcised. Hmm. Now, three days in, they are still sore from that surgery. Oh, yeah. And Dinah's brothers, Simeon and Levi, her blood brothers from Leah, they wasn't having it. And they went in there with swords and killed every last (gasps) man in that clan. They killed them all because they're like, you ain't coming to defile my sister like this. And then the other brothers show up because... You know, they were like, what's what y'all over here yeah. doing? And they were like, oh, all the men's are dead. So we're going to take everything. So they took all the gold they could find. Oh, they shoot. took the women and children as slaves, um, as captives. And they were just like, I mean, all the men are dead. So we're just going to take everything else oh, that they have. Shoot. They took all the cattle, everything. So then Jacob was heated. He was like, you know, Simeon and Levi, you have ruined us. Now look what you did because all these other villages are going to be like, oh, these are distrustful mm-hmm. people and they're going to come try to slaughter us and our whole family and we are outnumbered. And they looked at him and they was like, oh, so we supposed to let dude treat our sister like a prostitute? They came at their dad angry and that's where the chapter ended. Wow. So I'm just like, yo, what? Wow. How you just going to leave me on a cliffhanger like that? Huh? Exactly. Circumcision is a, a very big thing I know in the Jewish culture, mm-hmm. but in the Christian culture as well. Yeah. Cause I mean, Jesus was a Jew. Oh yeah. I forget that whole yeah. thing. Okay. Yes, 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 Christ like yes, yes. after. So that just carried right on over. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
interesting but yes. i feel like after this story i'd be like yeah no you're not getting circumcised like i'm not <laughs> circumcising my baby thank you so much why i mean the reason it was a problem is because they were circumcised grown men who you know i understand why they had to kill everybody because if they just killed the prince then the men would have come for revenge mm-hmm. so they was just like y'all can't fight so we're just gonna kill all of yeah y'all. yeah now granted it was a little bit overboard in the sense of you know they just took them all out. But when you go win a gang, you got a gang gang. <laughs> you got a gang gang. All for one, one for all. Listen, you ain't going to come for my sister like that. Like why he had to touch. Like they should have punished him. That that town, if they punished him instead of trying to reward him, then maybe they'd be alive. I don't know. I shouldn't support the, the, the murder of an entire group of people. But, you know. Wowzers. <sighs> You know, I, I, why can't men nowadays come and support victims of rape like that? Like, this is the kind of energy I need. Not condoning violence. No, but of dang. course not. Yeah. It doesn't like, happen. They were like, nah, nah, you ain't gonna rape my sister. Yeah. Nah. I was just, just like, like, you should have wore that short dress. You deserved it. I was, I was reading this and honestly thinking I was waiting for them to be like, it was her fault because mm-hmm. she didn't have somebody escorting her. Cause she just went to go chill her home girls yeah. by herself. Curious what the next chapter. Didn't. I know. We'll see. I'm telling you the Bible gets saucy. Interesting. The Bible gets saucy. <laughs> so in closing, you know, gang gang. Anyways, <laughs> follow us on all the socials. I'm Nicole. I'm Shireen. And I hope you enjoyed this very, very intense episode of yes. Oh Lord. Here we go again. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. <laughs>